The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lumid, and today it's an honor to introduce a very special guest to the show today, Dr. Marnie Fadewaro. She is an award-winning author, speaker, and educator, and she has her postdoctorate, believe it or not, at Harvard after a successful and rewarding 35 years as a high school special education teacher. So she has a servant heart. She's been giving and, and, and being in the field for uh, so many years. And now she's an author, um, a couple of best-selling novels that we're going to talk about. So with no further ado, Dr. Marnie, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Dr. Lunid. Thank you so much for having me here. It's my pleasure. Go ahead and tell us. I mean, you went from teaching for over 35 years to getting your doctorate degree and then now an author. Tell us about that journey to this space. Well, sure. It's been a journey. And, and, you know, just like everyone else, my journey has included hills and valleys, ups and downs. And, and, you know, what sets me apart from a lot of other people is that I really handle all of these challenges and situations just with love and light and positivity. You know, I look at some of the valleys as really being life lessons. And so, yes, I was honored to be a teacher for 35 years in the Chicago suburbs and um, loved my role as teacher, more as a person who could bring out the best in others Mm -hmm. and help them realize their potential. And I went through a big life change. I decided to leave a marriage after 27 years. And in doing so, you know, there were numerous repercussions, uh, numerous losses. But I still handled those challenges with positivity. I had to have a garage sale. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because of some of the miraculous experiences I had at this garage sale, I ended up writing my award-winning book, God Came to My Garage Sale, which really led me on my path to being an author. And then after retiring from my career in education, I moved to the Caribbean, where I am absolutely living in my flow and just am very happy here, very inspired to write books, but also just so amazed to connect on a daily basis with the beauty and wonder of our earth. Yeah. Where in the Caribbean where you, are you? Um, I'm in St. Croix, which is in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Nice. Nice. Now, I'm curious to hear about how God came to your garage sale. Tell us about that book. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, I really could have been in a state of 
I don't know, negativity, sadness, even anger, but I really wasn't. I stayed true to my integrity and my values of honesty, love, and goodness. And I was just filled with gratitude Mm -hmm. and thankfulness for the life that I did have, even though I was going to embark on a new journey, uh, kind of starting from scratch in many ways. And In this state of gratitude, some miracles took place. One significant one that kind of started the the awareness, the awakening, was I was surrounded at one point by 50 to 100 dragonflies just circling me. And, you know, I was almost in a state of wonder and awe because everything happened in slow motion. And, you know, I don't have a background of religion or spirituality that would, you know, give me the blind faith that, you know, I could really understand what was happening. I just was experiencing this, but at least three quarters of the way through, I knew to pull out my cell phone and videotape what was going on because not only was it visually amazing to be surrounded by dragonflies and and I could see it was in such slow motion that I could see the veins and the wings and the iridescent colors and the different sizes. But the feeling that I got was that, okay, Marnie, you're, you're in a transition in your life, but you are loved and you are supported and you're going to make it through this. I just had an inner knowing. And I went on to actually learn about other spiritual transformative experiences and near-death experiences that have been very well documented. And so many of the other things I experienced were similar to what other people had. I knew I was experiencing something special, but it, it took a while for it all to sink in because I needed to kind of do the research to understand what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And how big is that foundation or that inkling of hope, right? In the midst of the storm, in the midst of the chaotic, how powerful is that to kind of get people going? Uh, You know, I think it's extremely powerful. My mindset, you know, and my, my foundation, like you said, of just love and goodness has seen me through some pretty dark times. You know, It's really hard to understand why bad things happen to good people, you know, or why are there injustices in the world? And why are there actually people that appear to be out to cause you harm? And all of those things could be really, really devastating in the long run if you really take that to heart without any kind of foundation that there are reasons for things, that these are life lessons, that, you know, we can't control what other people do. We can only control ourselves. And there could be a bigger picture going on in the world that we might not even fully be able to comprehend. But it gave me such peace and knowledge to survive the storms. Mm-hmm. Tell us about how can one begin to control themselves? What are some of the steps that we can take? You know, one thing that I do, and, and it kind of goes along with your theme of the best morning routine ever, is to just wake up with gratitude and appreciation. You know, and if it doesn't come naturally to you, make a conscious effort to count your blessings. And maybe you're someone who needs to have, you know, an affirmation sign right by your bed when you wake up so that you read that first thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I definitely wake up with 
counting my blessings for so many gifts that have been given to me and just the wonders and the beauty of the world. There are so many beautiful people and places and situations to just, you know, keep us in a state of gratitude and happiness. And then I also have kind of a little bit of a morning routine in that I live, you know, on many acres in the rainforest now in the Caribbean on this beautiful island. And so I can wake up and just take some time to just be immersed in nature Mm -hmm. and just pay attention to the beauty around me. I'm also someone who really believes Um, And I'm fortunate to be able to be more self-sustaining than I was when I was in a metropolitan city, you know, in that I have extensive vegetable gardens and even a hydroponics farm so that I am really living off the land, you know, with with using the solar, using the cistern water and basically eating farm to table. And I think that has really helped me get grounded more with just my life and my life's purpose. Yeah. It's nice to play in the dirt, isn't it? It is. It is. It it keeps you grounded. It keeps you close to to nature, but we, we stay connected. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about some of the other um, parts of your morning routine. So I know gratitude is a big one for you. So getting up and, and feeling, grateful for the things you have. And so what else do you partake in in the morning? You know, every morning when I walk from my bedroom to uh, the next building, which is the main living space where I'm at, we kind of have a unique housing arrangement here. It's just, it's uh, many different pods, but in one location. I walk through my extensive gardens and my herb gardens. So I'm able to pick sorrel and basil and, you know, various herbs, lemongrass, you know, so I, in the morning, every morning, I just collect, you know, a basket, uh, a small basket filled with these natural herbs. And I make my own, what we call here, bush tea. And so even though I do enjoy a cup of coffee now and then, and it's hard to get rid of the dairy girl in me because, you know, <laughs> coming from the Midwest, I love to have my cream. But I really like to have bush tea every day because I I know I am filling my body with nutrients that will really help set the stage for a very healthy day. And it's just very enjoyable. And it's something that I have so much of that I might as well use the beautiful herbs that you know, are naturally grown. And so that is part of my routine is, you know, definitely collecting my treasures to to make a wonderful pot of bush tea. Very nice, very calming, very mm-hmm. calming and soothing way to start the day because whatever you do in the first like 10 to 30 minutes, set the tone for the rest of the day. It so does. You're, starting, you're starting with gratitude, you're starting with calmness. Yeah. Very, very nice. So tell us about um, where, how can we connect with you? Where can we find you? Oh, sure. You know, I have a website, which is the title of my spiritual fiction, God came to my garage And there you can find out about me and you can find out about my various books, including my, my latest five book 
series called True Deceit, False Love that addresses family issues and that type of thing in a very creative and positive way. I've also been uh, a contributing author to numerous best-selling anthology books. So it's on my website that you can find out about my books and about the various events, TV, podcast interviews, speaking engagements, book signings, that type of thing. Amazing. Dr. Marnie, thank you for taking the time to share with us this morning. Really appreciate your time and presence. Well, thank you. And Dr. Lunid, thank you for what you do and bringing such positivity to the world with, with, you know, your podcast, but everything else that you do. Amazing. Thank you so much. All right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.